Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. So today I want us to go back to our Bible verse for the month. Um, I know that uh, I enjoy listening to the people give it in Italian, but um, as I read it to you, I want you to make sure you get it in your head. The title of my chat today is Enlarge My Tent, First Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 9 says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. How many of you in this room would love for God to grant your request? Okay, um... Okay, let's put our hands back down. This is a 100% um, involvement message. This is not a sit-on-your-hands message. You will hear noise and a little bit uh, from people around you because they are excited about what their pastor is saying. So if this is the first time in that type of church, don't be scared. Because heaven is also rejoicing as we are communicating the message that God has given to us. I want you to have your requests granted. I don't want you to just say the prayer. I want you to receive the answer to the prayer. That's the idea behind the enlarging of my tent. Week one, we talked about the place of expansion. It's the where question, both spiritual and physical. We all need expansion in our spiritual lives. We all need expansion in our physical lives. The week one was trying to get the platform so that there was an understanding of who this guy named Jabez was that has only a few verses in all of Scripture written about him. But so powerful of a story that in the lineage of, of the tribe, they stop the listing and say who this guy is. There's no other place that it stops to give a full definition of the guy, of any guy or any woman, except in this case. So God must have wanted us to know that this guy counted. And his story, even though he was born into pain, so says his mother, and that was what was cast upon him. Your pastor believes you don't live in your past. You move to your destinies of what God has for your life. If everybody lives in your past, you're never going to get anywhere. But it's time that we pick up our coats and our tents and say, it is time to move and allow God to expand us and stretch us. There's a need for expansion. It was point number two. Where does God need you? We stood before you 42 
leaders of ministries in our church as they accepted their assignment for 2019. They're going to serve you and they're going to work in the ministries and the departments. But they can't do it by themselves. That media team that has almost 20 people in it can't do it by itself. That usher team that has 20 people in it can't do it by itself. That worship team can't do it by itself. They need you. God needs you. So no more sitting on your hands. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to do something. Look at your neighbor and tell them, you got to do something. And then number three, the blessing of expansion. You don't just to get to expand, blessings start coming. As you give in your service, and these men and women that take the offerings on Sunday, they, they, they teach us that there's blessings that come when you give. Give of your tithes and your offerings. If you've not learned that secret, you need to read the Bible. Giving to God, it doesn't mean you're giving to me or Pastor Jen. You're giving to the Lord. God then rains down his blessings. But it's also a giving of your time and of your talent. God gives you talents. You need to use those talents. I told Pastor Jen this week, I said, one talent, one area of ministry that we need to enlarge personally is I want our food department enlarged. Now, we got great cooks in that department, but I know the head cook has been in the hospital for a number of weeks, and boy, our department over there went down. That was not good for this pastor. And there was a number of you that had ministry meetings that you needed the cook's department working, and you said, where's the cook's? Well, we need to enlarge that area. So all of you that have those kind of gifts... And not all the ones that just dump more spice on it to make it taste better and burn me up. I know some of you guys, Ethiopians, um, Indians. But I want you to be blessed. I want the expansion process for you to be blessed. Then last week, Pastor Jen told you the difference between a little bucket mindset and the issues of having a little bucket Versus a big bucket. I, I can tell you right now, I'll take the big one. But some, some of us live with this kind of a mindset in our life. I can, I can hold on to this one. I got this one. God's trying to expand this so that it's bigger than what you got. I told her, will one of them big old garbage carts out here. It's so funny. I hope there's no Ama people here. In, in, that work for Ama, but my God, they change the trash cans so many times in this city. They can't decide if they want a little bucket, a big bucket, a ground bucket. Then they then they say, "Oh, we made another mistake." And this week they came in and took out all our buckets. I couldn't believe it. I said, "What in the world?" They just brought a whole new listing of buckets. And if you're new to Rome, you're about to be intrigued on the garbage pickup system in this country. It is hilarious to me. 
But it's amazing how that we sometimes spiritually almost have the same mindset. Well, let's, let's get rid of that bucket for a while and let's pick up this bucket and let's do that. All I'm saying is God has a way of enlarging us so that by faith we can increase what God is doing in our lives. And I don't know about you, but I want the big bucket blessings. Okay, 20 people in the whole room want big bucket blessings. The rest of you are staring at me. How many has ever received a blessing from God? Are some of you just not going to raise your hand no matter what I say today? We want to tell a million people. When I first showed up and I saw what I inherited, I said, oh, God, we got a long way to go. But this last few weeks, as I've, I've sat with our leaders and, and advisors, and I said, oh, God, God is doing something big. As I sat there and listened to our worship team today, I said, wow, what a transformation that has happened. I mean, quality, good, phenomenal effort is going forth in the various ministry departments. That's only at the platform for expansion. It's, we're at the place now that I sat back last week and I said to Pastor Jen, I said, it is our moment. Now's our moment to make the move. Now's our moment to say, okay, we're in alignment now. We've got the ministries going. We've got the things happening. God is blessing us. This is our moment to see the blessings of God pour out upon us. And I believe that's going to happen. I believe we're going to look back on a million and say, wow, we passed that up a long time ago. And I'm ready. It's amazing what that camera can do and what, what all these media platforms that we have do every week. What more amazing to me is the testimonies that are coming into us from all those media platforms all the way around the world. And I'm saying, yay God, that we're using the tools that we have in order to expand. We're not saying, oh no, let's just stay in the tent. Let's just stay in here. We like our little 20 people. Oh, it's very good. But you're going to have a struggle in heaven. Serious. You think there's only going to be 20 people in heaven? Every tongue, every kindred, every tongue, every kindred, every nation. Are you, are you understanding? Heaven's going to be big. Hello? Nobody wants heaven to be big? You better want it to be big so you can get yourself there. I want heaven to be big. But I want you to know, as we think about the blessings that are going to come our way, blessings will come. I'm just telling you. The blessings will come. He wants to bless you. But you've got to bless him. I only have two points this week. This is number one. Blessings will come. Bless his holy name. 
the psalmist says, multiple times. Bless his name. Bless him in your testings. Bless him in your triumphs. He will make a way. He will be the miracle worker for you. He is the promise keeper. Your past will no longer have power over your present. That disease does not determine your destiny. Your life now is a stepping stone to legacy later. It may have seemed like you were on pause, but he's producing his purpose in you. He's been waiting for you to grab hold of his hand so he can heal your heart. As you release your pain, he is going to release his power. All hail the power of Jesus' name. All hail the power of Jesus' name. There is no other name given among men whereby we can be saved. It's his name that needs to be exalted. It's his name that needs to be praised. It's his name that we need to give honor to. It's his name. Hear me, church. That's just not on Sunday. That's on Monday. Glorify his name. Bless his name. Hallelujah. He has set you in in this place so you'll have a front row seat for his promises. (laughs) He's about to show up and shower down upon blessings upon you. You've been waiting for a miracle. Your miracle's about to happen. You've been waiting for the answer to prayer for that need. God's about to show up and do what you have heard he would do. He's about to do for you. Faith is going to move not just the mountain. It's going to move the entire mountain range. Ah, somebody needs to get a hold of this. Because some of you have been living in yesterday way too long. It's time to step out and say, okay, I'm here for my moment. And I'm going to see God do great and mighty things in my life. Hallelujah. He's going to deliver his bounty. I mean, the windows of heaven are going to start opening on your life. Those of you that have been faithful to God, those that have you been honoring God, God is going to open heaven on your account. You may be saying, why have I been moved to this city? God is saying, you are here for such a time as this. I'm going to unleash heaven on your behalf because you have been faithful to hear me and I am going to bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if I was in Ethiopia preaching that right there, they would have stood for about 10 more minutes and yelled and shouted and cheered. Just telling you. Heaven is going to be amazing. And just because maybe your culture or your background does not allow you to be exuberant, it's time that you say, okay, what is heaven going to be like? I don't think they're going to have a quiet section for all the reserved. Did you hear what I just said? 
When Jesus starts walking down those streets of gold, there's going to be a shout of hallelujahs. We're going to raise the anthems. We're going to sing, and we're going to dance. And I'm here to tell you that we can have a little bit of heaven down here on earth if we just get ourselves together and see what God's about to do. It is going to be amazing. King of heaven's about to saturate us with his holy reign. Now, I mean the power of God is going to start demonstrating in more, more spectacular ways. We've seen since the beginning of our year, as we conclude our services every week with the every 100% participation at these altars, hearing from God and receiving miracles and answers to prayer. I'm saying, God, do it for everyone. Don't leave anybody out. I'm telling you, this is where amazing is going to happen. So number two, expansion brings God's favor. So as a church, let's put some actions behind our faith. The leadership team in our church has decided it is time to enlarge our tent. And find another location for ICF Rome. A permanent home, one we own. No more renting. 31 years of renting. It's time. 31 years, this church has been in multiple locations. And as your pastor, I believe it's God's time for us to move. Ben Joseph and his wife, Anuja, which happened to be in London this weekend, the founding members of this church the only founding members from 31 years ago that we still have in the house are helping us to find our next location. Our lawyers and architect are working hard in helping us, and we are near a decision. And I hold in my hand a legal document <laughs> an official offer to purchase a building and i believe that god is going to help us Amen. now over the weekend this document that has my signature upon it has been sent to the attorneys for one last review before it is then presented to all the parties and everybody that it needs to go to. As I told our leadership team last week that the Assemblies of God World organization that represents 69 million constituents around the world has approved this purchase of a building here in Rome, unanimously. Unanimously. 
and have already started contributing funds to help us do that. Now, <laughs> right place, right time, God's plan. Do you hear what I just said? Say, what do we need, Pastor? We need a bigger building. We need a place right near the metro station that you don't have to take 15 buses to get here. Some of our people here take two hours to come to church. That's got to stop. Parking spots on the building location so that you don't have to go in distant land driving for 30 minutes to find a spot to come to our church because we have none. A kitchen big. I thought I'd get a lot bigger response than that. Children's rooms big. The Bella Vita Center for our ministry to the girls enlarged, specific design for them. So we don't have to have multiple rooms. So it's just designed to minister to them. It's going to be amazing. Now, nothing in this city comes easy, or nothing in this city comes fast. Some of you new friends are probably saying, nah, in America we make things happen. Yeah, yeah, I know how we do it in America, but this is Rome, and Rome was not built in a day. And they kind of keep using that philosophy thousands of years later because they think it should just take time. Now, I know that this is live, and I know there are probably Roman officials that will be watching this. But I can tell you, we love Rome, or we would not be here. And I believe there's time for a Pentecostal, Bible-believing church in Rome with this kind of expansion process. So now what? First, we have the experts continuing to do their due diligence on the potential property. One that will keep us near the Marconi region of Rome. Near a metro stop. With plenty of rooms and plenty of parking. And we have begun... To raise the funds that are necessary to purchase this building. Our finance team of this church has selected a chairman to lead the fundraising efforts here at ICF Rome. Nasha Matingue, would you please stand? He will be building a team around him that's going to help us raise his goal, our team belief that he presented to our leadership team. He believes that this group right here, this group right here, can raise a quarter of a million euro. Yeah. 
Yeah, now you're shouting, aren't you? Now you're saying, oh, my. Who is going to do that? God. The theme for our campaign is called Building the Legacy or Building for Legacy. Our scripture verse for this is Psalms 145, verse number 4. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. Psalms 145, verse number 4. God is going to go before us. God is going to help us. And our tent is going to be enlarged. And we all can be participants in this incredible legacy. So what do you do? You pray. You pray for wisdom for all the leaders that are involved. And you pray for favor in this process. Number two, you pray for God to expand your bucket of faith. You've been a, this department, I want you to pray for this department. You just say, God, expand my bucket. And if you've been in this bucket department, they make bigger buckets. you don't believe me, just go back there in the back and look at all them various department buckets. Number three, we're going to ask each of you to make a financial commitment to give over this year of 2019. Ushers, would you please help me? They're going to hand you a card that looks just like this. Please, every one of you take one of these cards. On the front of it is that scripture verse, and our theme. And a picture of you. On the it's amazing. We put the old people and the young people on this card. On the back side of that card is a definition that says, I'm going to make a commitment. It says, my pledge. It's my enlargement. Over this year. Now, I don't know about next year. We'll worry about next year, next year. Are you with me? This is for 2019. Listen, I know who sits in this room. I have refugees in this room that don't get any money. I got that. I got people in this room that have no jobs. I got that. I got diplomats and ambassadors in this room of, of their nations. I got that. I got laborers in this room. I got people that own their own businesses in this room. I got people watching all over the world from all dynamics of resources. And this church right here, we're going to make an effort, serious effort, as the words that came out of Nasha's mouth as I exited the prayer room today, we're going to, we're going to go beyond our goal. Now that's faith. 
We haven't even started. The cards haven't even been distributed. And the man leading our fundraising campaign is saying, we're going to already go beyond that. I said, yay! Because what we're saying, church, if you haven't figured this out, is Jabez was born into pain. There wasn't any good things about his life. His mother declared the declaration upon him. He was born into pain. But something happened that moved him from his moment of pain and misery and saying, you know what, it is time for me to step out of this because I don't want to be known as the person born into pain. I want to be the one that was known that God blessed me and that God honored my request. The request for the enlargement. It was his request to say, I want to come out of this and I want to enlarge my territory. That was his prayer. Some of you today can say to God, enlarge my territory. Give me a new job. Help me make more money. Keep me in health. Bless my family. Take care of my college needs. All my university people in the room. Help me with my housing. This is an enlargement process. But then there comes the faith process that I haven't seen. I haven't seen it with my eye. I see it with my spiritual man that says, I believe. I trust. So I obey. And some of you are going to look at this card over the next week or two when God speaks to you about what you should put down on this card. I'm not asking you to fill out the card today. I'm asking you to pray. I want you to look at that card and say, okay, God, where and what can I do? The where says, God, I'm here, I'm now. My what says, there's an amount. Some of you are going to be blown away by the amount because you're going to say, man, I don't know where I'm going to get a 1,000 euro." And some of you are going to say, I don't know where I'm going to get 500 euro. And some of you are going to say, I don't know where I'm going to get 10,000 euro. And some of you are going to say, I don't know. This is where you trust God by faith to say, but I know in whom I have believed. And he is able to keep me and to keep blessing me as I move to enlarge the territory that God has set up for us. So that's going to take faith. It's going to take believing faith that God's about to do something amazing in our church. This is where the legacy process comes in. What do we want to be known for? 31 years of existence for us to be to this moment, this spot. And I've had hours and hours and hours and years of conversation with Ben Joseph. Because remember, we've been coming to Rome for over 20 years, ministering in this church for over 20 years. Before five years ago, God says, change of assignment. You move to Rome. I said, oh, I like my life better over there. But I said, I will obey. And I believe one of the things God was setting me up for was for this. I have years of experience of building 
great churches in America, big buildings. But the building side of this doesn't phase me one bit. Because there's no way you're going to buy a church in this, in this city. But you can buy a building. And you can make it into a church. And that's what we're going to do. Because we've looked at 37 buildings, Ben Joseph and I. And there's not been one that we've been in a position that we are in today. But God has seen favor, and we're at this moment. So if I was in your chair, what I would be doing is saying, okay, God, speak to me. Expand my tent personally. By faith, what can I do? And so over the next couple weeks, I want you to be thinking, okay, how much do I want to give weekly? That's what it says on the back down here. Do I want to give monthly? Some of you get paid monthly. You want to do it that way? Do I want to just give a one-time gift? But I want everybody in this church, are you listening to me? And I know who I just said that to. I want everybody in this church to do something. <laughs> All I can tell you is this. If you will be faithful and honor God, God will going to bless you abundantly. So today as you take one of those pledge cards and you go home and you start praying, and I know some of our leadership team has already had a good week or so to be praying about this subject. They knew it was coming. And some of you that are watching us on live stream have been watching us for over a year, saying, Pastor, I'm for you. Listen, friend. Rome needs us. Rome needs you. The Pentecostal dimension that we bring to this city is unique. There's a lot of churches in this city, but there are few that are Pentecostal. Pentecostal means we believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we believe that the Holy Spirit shows up and works in our lives and in our church. That's the difference. That is what is going to move this city. A Holy Spirit renewal. A God showing up, miraculous miracles taking place. So we've decided that we need to make a new declaration. So today I'm going to read you this declaration. It is now on the back of your bulletin that Pastor Jen said you can pull out today. It's going to be on the screen. You can read with me if you can keep up. But over the next number of weeks, this church is going to start publicly making this declaration. Because it extends our faith. See, when you start speaking things, it starts happening. Okay, five people believe that. When you start speaking things, it starts happening.
out of your mouth. I want you to speak faith. I want you to speak it into existence. So what's that mean? I want the blessings of God. I want the favor of God. I want the miracle working power of God. I want the healing power of God. I want God to direct my life. I want God to help my children. Those are declarations that you speak out. God, I want to be sick. It's not something you say. I don't want my kids to excel. Is not something you say. You speak faith. So will you read with me? I declare that the rivers of living water will overflow refreshing upon me and all I love. I declare that Jesus will expand my thinking and eliminate my doubts and enlarge my faith talk. I declare in, in His love and grace, He will educate and elevate my influence. I declare He will empower me with His supernatural Holy Spirit. He will enable me to tread upon the serpent's head. I declare... Expose the enemy's virus and evict the germs of sin and defeat. I declare that he will encompass around about me a holy vanguard of angels to war on my behalf. I declare exceed my expectations and establish my mentalities to believe God for the miraculous. I declare my roots will go deep and my legacy will reach wide for the cause of Christ. I declare enlarge our territory, overflow and enlarge our faith and expand our legacy. Hallelujah. I want my legacy expanded. I want my grandchildren to say that was my poppy. I want my children to say that was my father. I want this church to say that was our pastor. Filled with faith. Believed God for miracles. Trusted and obeyed God. No matter what the circumstances said. My friend, it's not accident that you're in this building today. God orchestrated that. He had you here for a reason. You get to be part of an incredible legacy. 31 years. This church has seen some incredible things happen in 31 years. It's had some great pastors. Great leader teams. They're gone. It's a new day. What's going to be said of us? That we were a church of faith? That we trusted God no matter what? That we were ready when the moment came to expand, we expanded? It's a legacy. It's something you're leaving. All you college-age students that are here at university and you're undergrad degrees and your masters and your doctorate degrees that all of you are taking listen what will be said of you 
You had this moment in Rome, Italy, where you studied for two years. How many ever years it was? God used you. What about diplomat? Person that works for one of the government agency things? What will be said of you? Only have a year, Pastor. Make this year count. Only had two years, Pastor. Make it count. Some of you that have come from other countries to get a better job, to expand your territory, you, you stepped out. Some of you have left part of your family behind. You don't know how long you're here. Here's your moment. The legacy that you're going to leave. I want my time in Rome to have counted. I want to be able to say, God, I've done my best. I trusted. I stepped out. When everybody said it ain't going to happen, it's going to happen. God is for us. God is for us. Who in the world is going to be against us? There has to come a fight in us. A determination. Though it hasn't been done before, doesn't mean it can't be done now. Did you hear what I just said? They've tried. It hasn't been done before. It doesn't mean it can't be done now. And I tell you what, I'm going to try. I'm going to make my effort. I don't want you to miss your moment. Your moment. This is a powerful church that reaches a whole lot of people and a whole lot of nations. I got it. But as I've been telling our team, we have just got to the position that we're healthy in all of our departments and we are ready to expand. We are ready to go. I've been waiting. I've been sitting on my chair down there and saying, come on, God. We gotta get that prayer team bigger. Come on, God. We gotta get that altar team bigger. Come on, God. That worship team's gotta get better. Come on, God. And I'm sitting there saying, yay, God. Yay, God. We're good. We're good in that area. Good, 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 good. Eye hath not seen, nor ear has heard what God has prepared for those that love Him. Do you love Him? Don't you love Him? Let your prayer be enlarge my tent. Your prayer, enlarge my tent. Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. And today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. 
in Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.